like where I was at was at a task force where like it it was like how many arrests can you get? It was competitive. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me it was a competitive? Hundred percent. So there was like you guys would compete about how many arrests you can get. Yeah, and when people get competitive, what what, what do people do when they get competitive? They they tend to cheat. Wow. And, and break the rules because they want that recognition. Holy shit! And it, it was sad. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Big Daddy Swole's BDS TV. Today, I have a guest by the name of Chris Greenman. He is a former MMA fighter and a current government contractor, which we cannot disclose exactly who he works for in the government, but I can tell you this, it's top secret. So anyways, Chris Greenman, how are you doing, brother? Doing good, my man. Right on, brother, right on. More of a former MMA trainer than fighter, uh, but, I mean, than the fighting, of course, but... Uh... You know, so with some of the big names in the in that sport. Well, we'll keep it. We'll keep it greasy, man. We'll keep it greasy, man. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. I saw your profile. I saw you with all the fighters and everything, so I, yeah. I assumed. But training, fighting, same thing. Yeah. Have you been in a fight before? Once or twice. Well, then, okay. I'd say <laughs> yes. we can call you a fighter then. Yeah, we can exactly. call you a fighter. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so anyways... <laughs> How you been, brother? How have I'm, you been? I'm, I'm good, man. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a good hot minute. You That's know right. I mean? So anyway, so what's been going on with you, man? What's been well, you're what's a new? big dude, man. That's the shirt. Bro. You make me feel small, it's dude. I think shirt, this guy feels small. It's I never usually shirt. feel like that, man. It's the shirt. <laughs> Thank God I know how to fight. That's a, you know, that. <laughs> good stuff, man. Well, all right, man. Well, tell me about yourself. So tell me about you. Uh, how, how'd you become a cop? How'd you, how'd you get into you know the police what? force? I was I was one of those guys that like if like if a bully was picking on like you know someone I would go to the bully's defense you know this was back before they defined bullies and they defined everything else but um, oh. but uh, you know I, I just always wanted to to do that you know I had some my personal stuff you know my my uh, you know upbringing was kind of where I needed to uh, kind of revolt against the the path that was going that was yeah. the norm like with my my real dad you know and this trouble he got in I didn't want to I didn't want to really follow that. So I went the completely opposite, you know, stayed away from every, all drugs, alcohol. And then, um, you know, just got into everything that was pretty much physical. That kind of got me away from everything. And, and that was the way I went my whole mm. life, actually. Also, I had an older brother who used to beat me up. And I always wanted to beat him up. So that was my goal. That helps. Yeah. So then I got into, you know, everything like that. And that transitioned into uh, the police department. So, wow. Yeah. So tell me about that. What did, what did you do exactly in there? What was your job? What, what were... I was, at a, I was assigned my first... Well, well, my first sign was to Hunter's Point in San Francisco, which mm -hmm. is uh, where all like the projects are. In uh, I know. Well. Okay, so kept by the old Candlestick Park, mm -hmm. um, and then I was at a, a task force for the rest of my time there until uh, I got in an accident and retired out and went into other stuff. So wow, did you, did you talk about anything crazy that went on? Like what? what you well, did, Matt, or? we've had a few conversations. Well, about some some, of some people <laughs> some people don't know. That's why I actually wanted to you on here because you well, got some great stories there, brother. Well, one of the ones we were talking about was because it was actually it's kind of a funny story. It's kind of it's kind of funny, kind of sad. Mm. It kind of makes you think. Is uh, at the academy. We'll just start at the beginning, you know. Yeah, the, start at the, at the beginning. Academy. 
first of all, San Francisco is like a, a one of those departments where um, it's like who you know and that kind of stuff. And I definitely politics. I totally yeah. And I definitely didn't wasn't that. I got lucky. Uh, the guy doing my background, I just I was just kind of shooting the stuff with him, and he was like, he got me on. So I got I got lucky. I didn't go to school there like everyone else. I that guy gets in and have family on there and that kind of so stuff. you have to be tied in in order to get on to that 100 really yeah yeah they wow. just did a huge hiring package it's the only reason why i got on i mean i'm being honest because everyone knows somebody or everyone it's just it's a crazy political town it really is wow yeah i did not know that uh, yeah i mean and so so anyways i but did that end up getting in the department and i'm in the academy and i'm like this is great you know there's gonna be some good people here and when, yeah. I, when i got there i was a little i was a little perplexed on on how they qualified some of these people that, that were in there. Wait a minute. So wait. So so, what do you mean by that? Like, I mean, uh, everything from their physical, you know, appearance and the way they came across as 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 to their uh, common sense and to their everything that applied in the academy. Everything, everything that as we went through academy, I was just really surprised on the inadequate recruiting that they did. Where there was, I know there was a way better pool out there of candidates. You know. Yeah. Give you an example. CHP mm-hmm. used to have really, really high standards. Like you had to be like five ten. You had a really their yeah, height standard. They had every wow. standard, and and they were really. They still are probably the one of the premier law enforcement mm-hmm. agencies. I give them hats off. Um, but their standards have gone down. Really? San Francisco is just leap years ahead of them. Standards going down. Wow. Making adjustments for certain people. An example of that is when you qualify for a gun, and there was you know we we talked about. You get a certain amount of bullets to qualify for a round. It's like a test. So the final test to get see if you pass, uh, they gave us forty eight rounds. Okay, so they 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 sit there. There's like three three officers. They they hand you. They all watch. They give you like forty eight rounds. Throw them in your pocket, whatever. And then you you're shooting the target, right? So then you go like from one distance, like five feet, and you'll shoot like eight rounds. And they'll say, okay, two to the head, one to the one to the chest. Five feet away. You know, five ten. Then you're like to 25 and then 50. Yeah, that's okay. not that difficult, right? You no. would seem that it's not that difficult, right? No. Right. And then, <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> so, so like, um, and, and then you have to get 40 out of the 48, like I said, and um, to, to qualify. So pretty cool. You know, we, we're all, you know, a good distance apart. There's like 30 of us in the academy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so the, go through, the, you hear it on the microphone, the gun master will say, okay, eight rounds there, or, you know. Five rounds there, and then they go maybe go to a, like a kneeling, and then maybe like a prone and stand up positions. Okay, mm-hmm. so lo and behold, to go through it, you know, you got a few people there that are kind of competitive. They all want to do the best, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a competitive guy, so you know, I he started counting people's targets and like you know, like they'll say their last name, and they go pass, you know, and they'll say how many of the rounds they got, like oh, 46 or 44. They get to mine, and they go 50. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, what? Wait, 50? <laughs> yeah. You just say 48 rounds. To, it's a 40 rounds to pass, right? They only gave you 48 <laughs> rounds. Yeah. <laughs> the, so that's okay. magic bullets. So, so he's like, he's like, he's like, office agreement. How did you get 50 rounds? I go, I, go, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like lost, right? <laughs> and then, and then they, and then he just says, he goes, he goes, okay, stand by. And then they go to the next person next to me. And um, they have like, 10 out of the 48. No way. Yeah. And um, 10 rounds out of 48. You're talking about a distance. You should have got the first 10 rounds of the first five to 10 feet. No, no problem. You would think. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, now, okay. So 
it didn't take a lot of smart people to figure out that you know she shot my target on accident mm-hmm. like, or, or on purpose or whatever you want to oh, call she, it. Oh, yeah, she, she did it? A yeah, girl? It's it a, it a female, you know. Okay. I mean, but it could have been anybody, I suppose. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so needless to say, we all, all you know, mo- everyone, I think, passed, including her, which... Wait, wasn't that, wait, so how many, how, many, how many did she hit? Ten. How, okay, so how did she pass the police academy That's not being able question. to hit... All, all we know is like that they they said how many rounds they hit and that was the final test, and then the next morning we come in and we get the guns to keep now because now right. you can keep them after you qual after you qualify. Right. Okay. So yeah, she had a gun. How did she? How would like see that to me doesn't seem that safe to have someone out in the field with you. That that qualification like does not seem too well. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just one of them. I mean, it's just one of them. Yeah, you know, I'll give you another story. So do you guys, you guys, everyone watch police academy, different cop shows. You go through an academy. Yeah. And you do, there's a physical part of it, mm-hmm. which there should be. So one of the things was you had to go over a six foot wall. So you're running like a mile or whatever. Then you run over this, go over this wall and you kind of go, you know, just like you see on TV. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately on this one, this per, this person, and lo and behold, it was actually the same person that with the gun. Really? Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Go figure. And now this person is a little bit, Height challenge, okay. so she wasn't really tall. All right, okay, that's okay. You know, there's whatever, but she couldn't get over the wall, and they said, "Okay, we'll just go around it," because sometimes in the streets when you're chasing someone, like in the the bad guy goes over a fence, they'll say, "Oh no, hey, officer, go around it." Okay, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> just like, I'm trying to agree here with you. I'm trying to agree. You're from okay. a hood. You know that doesn't okay. happen. <laughs> I mean, well, no, it does. They do have to go around. It happens more times than you think. Okay, so, yeah. certain, so certain people go over the fence. Some will go through certain the fence. Certain people can't. So yeah, yeah, okay. So bottom, bottom line yeah. is, so, so that was another test, right? That you had to yeah. get a certain time. And, and then, so they passed that test, too. So they're letting people, cadets, pass without going through the proper channels of actually being a qualified person. Yeah, it's like, what's the point of even having the academy? If why would be like all? Pass? Why would you even want someone like that in, in like, you, with you as a partner or anything like that? Because I mean, not only that, if you're chasing someone, they decide to pull out their gun, they could shoot you by accident. Yeah, Matt, you bring up a good point because it's serious. It's a serious thing when you're on the street and like we got real bullets, real guns, real people, real bad guys. Yeah, and, and your life's on the line. Yeah, and that's your backup. Well, not to mention if someone gets a little overly scared or uh, not qualified to hold uh, handle pressure, oh. worried about. I mean, I mean, and who are they going to shoot? I mean, this particular person, even if they have, you know, even if they have their guns out and they're they're holding someone at bay or, or until other backup comes or whatever, who knows if they're going to shoot the person next to that person? Yeah, I mean, with that, I mean, that's what's well, a liability not only that to the people around them, the pedestrians, the victims, even the perpetrator who might not even be a threat. But she, you know, that person might think that they're a threat. That to me is insanity. It's to even put someone like that on the street that's not even capable of a jumping over a six foot wall, two not being able to like fire properly in the right direction. You're talking about how many rounds? Ten in her, in her own vicinity, and then hit two of yours. How do you even know you hit the full forty? I'm just saying you could. You're, you're right. You could hit. You hit forty. Yeah, or thirty. Or, or 30. Well, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that. No, to hey, you. whatever. But, I guess, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I'm just saying. So what if someone like that was supposed to be on the street. I mean, I've seen, I've seen videos of a cop so worried and so scared because he was in a chase, shoot a victim while he was just hopping out of the car and get oh. killed. I mean, just because he didn't know how to handle pressure. I've seen that for no reason. You know, I've actually, with my own eyes, seen it. And so to me, it just boggles my mind why you would even allow 
your police officers or pedestrians or any anyone on on the street civilians to be in any kind of danger like that i mean to even have a job where you can't even get over a wall when you got to deal with you know six foot seven foot men sometimes 200 plus pounds you know i mean i compare it's like a doctor do you know if you pass a doctor that a surgeon that can't use his hand because maybe he has some kind of something wrong with his yeah. hand, some kind of disability or something right. where he maybe shakes with a right. scalpel. Well, they're like, oh, no, he can be a heart surgeon or whatever. You know, I'm kind of extreme, but uh-huh. like where, okay, I don't want this guy operating on me if he can't hold a scalpel straight if he's cutting into me, right? Yeah, right. He needs to know what he's doing. He needs it, to know the medical. It's no different. Research. Yeah, right? It really is no different. Well, I mean, at least these these people all knew all the laws when they got out, right? I mean, they at least, they at least you mean to tell me they didn't, they didn't know the uh, reality this is the reality wow you learn certain radio codes okay you learn because you have to learn the 10 code or that's what we had D- departments have different codes um and you phonetics phonetic alphabet so like you know when you're expelling someone's last name like if it's smith you're like you know sam mary ida tom right. henry okay right. that's phonetics and um so so that's what you that's what you really learn uh you learn the basic charges battery assault domestic violence the ones that the city actually pays attention to you actually learn you have to kind of learn those easy ones. books yeah and uh that, that's the in that's how much in depth of law you learn what about gray areas or anything like that coming across a situation where they don't know what to charge you with or well on any given arrest you're 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 arresting the person maybe for something but then you go back to the station, you figure out what you're going to charge them with. That's kind of messed up. Not to even know. So these people, these people are policing our streets. Don't even know the law. Don't even know. Not all cops. I'm assuming not all cops. Cause I, no, but- yeah, but, but then you, then you book them basically on stuff that you can come up with or what you thought up to get them up off the streets. Not you per se, but a, a cop could do that. A, a, an uneducated cop or someone who doesn't deserve to be a cop. They can just make it up. No, it, it's actually you, you congregate amongst the cops to figure out what to charge a person with. So what? You, no, they, they, they sit but there. You don't even do know what you're getting arrested for. Half the time you don't. You just you bring them in and you have to figure it out. But that's what you do. You, you play out the report and then you, you figure, okay, we can charge them with this, 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 and this, and this. That's not, that's not but, cool. No, yeah, it's not because no. you should be knowing what you're getting charged for before your even cuffs are even put on you. Right. And not only that, the DA will sometimes look at the report. Sometimes I know because I've seen it and then come up with charges. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes they do let it go, but a lot of times they don't. And that's like part of the problem, I think, too, is like Huge. there's a uh, there's a something wrong with that law system where it's like you, you you're getting uh, points or awards or promotions for how many felonies you can like convict people of or misdemeanors or whatever you get this many arrests or this many convictions it's actually a, a merit system over ruining people's lives per se in in some cases i mean there's no well, real help to that situation. it's kind of funny you say that because there is there is a merit system once you're once you're once you're at the, once you're there wait a minute you're talking about the police police yeah police have a merit system i'm wow. saying i'm saying that once you're there and I'll, we'll get into that in a second yeah but, but if but during academy there's no merit system. It's a it's it's a it's a participation trophy. Like these guys, you know, like I see these kids sometimes. They play for soccer teams and their team sucks and they get a trophy. It's like, why the hell you get a trophy? Yeah, you your team sucked. You shouldn't get a trophy. Seriously. But in this day and age, you you have to give everyone so they don't feel bad. Soft. 
Yeah. So okay. So you have that in the academy. They mm. put you through, and then you become a cop, and then it's wait a like, minute. They have that in the academy. So I mean, that's what that's the, that's the same they, thing. They changed the rule for the height of the wall because one person can't get over it. No way. That's that's the same thing as a participation trophy. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's exactly you know, what that yeah, is. You tried to run, hey. and you tried it the obstacle course, but you couldn't do it. But hey, so then where's the cutoff? Where, where's it end? Where's it stop? Great question. Yeah. Right. Like, Great question. So all right, there you go. Well. That makes me a little bit more. I mean, but it just doesn't make sense to actually hire a bad police officer because not only that, it makes your community less safe. In my, right. If you don't know how to deal with people, it makes the police officer unsafe or unfit for duty because then now you're putting that person at risk. I'm sorry, but anyone that is dealing with brute, blunt male force should be uh, met with that. It shouldn't be met with anything less than that, to be honest with you. That's, that's my personal opinion because what are you going to do as a 120 pound female going up against a man who is 220 plus pounds, 300 on any kind of drugs oh, or PCP 100%. or whatever that's just going nuts. No, you're just going to become a victim at that point, especially if you don't know how to fire your gun or defend yourself. I mean, just to even try to hold someone there. Right. It's, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's so much harder when someone's on drugs. It's, yeah. It's, 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 I have like, crazy examples of that too but but you know another thing domestic violence if you yeah. if you're if you're beating up your girlfriend your wife or whoever you're with right yeah example and you got like 120 pound and no offense to this person person shows up right you know, and and they have to escalate violence as a cop you just can't shoot people you, right you have to escalate you go you would think you go to you would think your baton yeah whatever you're gonna try to do right but right. none of it's gonna i mean a baton's not gonna work on you no. You know, with a 120 pound person, you're gonna be like stopping it, and you, yeah. you know. So, especially like yeah. you're already your adrenaline's already going because you can be yeah. in a fight, maybe, yeah, maybe you got hit. Who knows? You're already right? mad, yeah. But the point, the point is, is like, who do you want coming? You want someone that that can handle themselves that, that you that you might look at and be like, well, that may, you know, because as a man, you get that feeling when somebody you, when you size somebody up or you, yeah, right, where yeah. you're like, okay, I'm not worried about it. You at get all. pumped up off it. Yeah, we're made, we're made for this as males. We're made for this. We, exactly. We talk about how tough we are all the time. All the time. So yeah. yeah, so go back back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. What's up, everybody? I'm Big Daddy Swoles. Hopefully you're enjoying your entertainment on BDS TV. If you are, please make sure to give me a like, comment, and subscribe so you guys can be the first to be notified about new content that's released. Also, be sure to check out my website, my music page, my social media platforms, and a merchandise store, all listed on the links below. <laughs> It's like one of those things. So you're going to be a problem where this person is going to have to call back up anyways because right. they're they're going to know that that you could destroy them. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be like, okay, I need I need you know, radio signal for a backup, right? Right. Ten twenty five. So so they're going to do that, and then you're going to get more people there. So now you have to pay more cops because that person that, couldn't even handle the situation. Handle the situation. That's just one of hundreds of examples. Yeah. Of, well, you know. I mean, even if the situation called for someone like that fragile being scared they're gonna panic they're gonna put them in a situation where they're gonna panic yeah now you got a person that can't that can't handle you physically yeah. and, and and has to escalate violence like escalate this the use of force drastically up because they have no choice if they're by themselves right mm -hmm. single man unit shows up they come up it's let's just say it's a it's, you know someone that's smaller stature and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff 
immediately have to go to a gun, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if this is the same person that was at Academy with me mm-hmm. that likes to shoot in various directions, well, maybe your neighbor is getting hit when I'm yeah. trying to shoot you, yeah. or maybe the victim. I mean, so many bad things can happen with unqualified people. It's mm-hmm. it's horrendous. I think know? they could at least do that, at least fix that, at least, at least know the law, at least know how to shoot, at least know how to run and be capable of some sort. And, you know, I mean, like I said, this isn't a stab at all cops because there's a lot of good cops out there, but right. there are some pretty bad seeds and also some definitely unqualified ones out there. I mean, there's been some times where I actually have to call a supervisor to show up because the boots don't know what they're doing or they don't even know the law. You should always do that. Yeah. Always, I mean, when, when anything starts going away, you don't think it should like if they're searching you without cause or, or if they're not telling you why they, why you're encountered with them where you have to stop and give up any of your freedoms. Right. You got to, you got to challenge that. Yeah. You got to call the supervisor. You guys, if you don't know any better, if you're getting harassed or irritated by cops, or you feel that these cops are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, pull out your phone, videotape them and let them know you're asking for them to get their supervisor. They have to do that by law. Correct. They might not, but they should. And I think it's, that that's it's know, definitely required by law the, for them to the, get their there's supervisors. A lot of good thing, there are a lot of good things are coming out. And that's, yeah. good, that's great advice. I think so. Always call for a supervisor, guys. But sometimes you won't get a supervisor if the one's not available. If, you're, if you get pulled over by the CHP and you ask for their supervisor, it could take you. It could, if you're out in the middle of the desert or something, it might take them five hours and they're not going to deal that's with That's true. Well, in, in most cases, in, in most cases they you, get a supervisor. You, you can get your supervisor. Yeah. So whenever you can, you guys, if you, I mean, that'll, that'll yeah. definitely help you guys out in the situation always. Because the supervisor, A, he's going to show up. He's going to know the law. He or her. He's going to show up, going to know the law, going to know how to de-escalate the situation in most cases. We hope. We hope in most cases. <laughs> He's also going to, especially if, it's, if it is a, a, a situation where it can be de-escalated by knowing the right knowledge in the law. A lot of times, as, as, uh, escalation, things will be escalated to a certain point to where it shouldn't even be anywhere near it just because these boots don't know the law. These right. cops don't know the law. So if if... You're ever caught in a situation like this, always ask for a supervisor. If you feel like your rights are being violated, if you in a city or something like that, always call for a supervisor. That'd be my advice to anyone I know who's going to be going through something. Sorry. No, that's, that's is that, that correct? No, that's definitely great advice. That's, yeah. that's that's definitely good advice. You know, um, the the one thing that that we always say when dealing with cops is like, you can always talk your way. You can't really always talk your way like out of a ticket, for example. But mm-hmm. You can certainly talk your way into one. So, oh yeah, you know, it's at the same time you you don't want to be come off like I see all these videos of these people challenging all these cops all over the country. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> like, hey, don't take what we said as like just come off the cop. Yeah, cu- give me your supervisor right away, like right away. No, no. Have some common sense, even though I know common sense isn't that common. You guys try to have some common sense. Yeah. Honestly, you know, most most situations you would hope that you know the regular stuff can be taken care of. Like if I fuck up, I know I fuck up. Yeah, have some self accountability. You know, hey, when I, if I'm speeding, I'm I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. I know I fuck up. Right, and know this, know this. If you guys. Don't always challenge why the cop pulled you over. That's mm-hmm. the best advice I could give. Because honestly, I could follow you home. Yeah. You know, I could follow you to the market. We could leave here and go to the market. I could follow you. And I promise you, I could find four or five traffic violations you'll do. Whether it's impeding the flow, whether it's not turning lanes without due caution, whether it's whether it's 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 a, a taillight out, whether it's a reckless driver, what, whatever it is, why? okay, I'll find something you do. If they do. want you, they can get you. Proper signal. If you change lanes without having the proper footage in front of you between before changing lanes. Footage. Yeah. Wow. Then, then or car lanes, then I can do that. I mean, there's, 
that there's so many things you can get pulled over for. So, you know, when people say, oh, I wasn't speeding. Okay, well, maybe you weren't speeding, but he's going to think of five other things you're doing wrong. Right. So talking on your phone, whatever it is, seatbelt. Those are all just PC with probable cause to pull you over. And they so, can make so up probable cause. That. Yeah. And what are the reasons why they could search your car? What are those reasons? They can make almost, up reasons like that? Almost never, unless you are impaired. If you're coming across impaired or the smell of alcohol. Okay. But say you're not drinking. Right. Say nothing's wrong. They want. They, they say, well, I think you've been, you're, you know, you've, been, you've been drinking or whatever. And then you just, you obviously go through a field sobriety test and, and you pass it uh-huh. and and say they say, well, I still think you're under the influence. Well, the only way that's ever going to stick in a court is if you are 11550 certified. Okay, and very, very few cops are certified in that, and they're not able to detect that. So it's, you know, good news, bad news. Bad news good news, it'll get thrown out. Bad news, you still have to go through all the BS, right. which isn't right. Okay, so, But they can make up any kind of, they smelt something, or they can make up anything, correct? But with cameras, I mean, it's good for the people, because right. because now that now they're held in a cloud, mm-hmm. so it's protected, so they right. can't go in there and change it. Like they, are they all could, cops, not, though? Not everywhere, not but it's, all it's getting there. Yeah, I'm I mean, more, I'm more concerned with what's going on without the ones like those guys. Right. What what do what do the cops do? Let's just say if they want to search your car, if they want to search your car, what can you do to prevent it if they are dead set on doing it? Is there something? Okay, yeah, you can there do? is. Make sure your insurance is current. Yeah. And I say I'm not trying to say it's to be like, you know, like a square peg. No, I, no, no. I mean, say yeah. make sure your insurance is 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 is, is good. Right. Because that's a huge one mm-hmm. where they can they can. Uh, they can tow your car for that. Anything they and put it this way, the best way to look at it, anything they have reason to tow your car for, you, they can search it because they're going to do a search incident to a tow. What is that? Meaning, so say uh, say your license is expired. Yes, I can I can tow your car. You can you tow my car off of that. Yeah, because you can't drive. Wow! Don't you also go to jail for expired? No, if, if you have a license, if you say you your license oh, if it's is expired. expired, if it's expired, well, I'm going to write you a ticket and then I'm going to tow your car. But so why I'm, I write I'm you a ticket? Suspended. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I write you this ticket. You're going to stand by probably, in, you know, put you in handcuffs a little bit just so you don't run away because you look fast or whatever. And then I'm going to search your car because I don't want anything getting stolen and being responsible for it. Wow. Right. And lo and behold, something in plain view sight that maybe even wasn't in plain view sight makes its way into evidence. And now you're searched for that. Wow. So it's planting. I'm not saying planting. I'm saying maybe I opened up a cabinet. Or like a like a compartment in your car, yeah. And there's like a baggie of meth. Let's just throw that out there. <laughs> just okay. random, yeah. Bag of meth. So they do do that. What would be the reason why a cop would do that? That's another. I, I, well, I, I'm just. I, well, maybe you have a bad attitude. <laughs> you can get wow. I'm just, I mean, you want reality. You want, That's I'm, real reality. I came out here to give you the straight up. Man, stuff. Give it to us. Man, this is this is straight. great. Okay, yeah. so if you you can honestly piss off a cop that's having a bad day. Who's used to doing this stuff because he's become so callous to the environment he works in. Yeah, and we'll he talk about the callous oh, part. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll definitely come up. But I mean, yeah. I mean, what maybe my girlfriend just cheated on me. I'm freaking pissed. Who am I gonna take it out on? He looks like the guy. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like dude that just passed me up on his phone. Yeah. I'm like, like, oh man, screw that guy. Right. You know, turn I'm not saying how to do that, but I'm just saying that does happen. I mean, you wow. wanna be I mean that's so, you know, cops are just human. They have bad days, too. And some stuff, you know, something pissed them yeah, off, you know. But, but, man, that's, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. That's, I mean, you shouldn't be a cop at that exactly, point. Exactly. Exactly. And that comes back to the, to the academy and, and the recruitment and mm-hmm. getting the right people mm-hmm. and getting the most qualified people in the job. All which that, yeah. We're getting away from in everywhere. Except everywhere. 
professional sports. Except professional sports. That's, isn't that crazy? Always have the best of the best on your team. <laughs> Fight for the best of the best on your team. But everywhere else, it doesn't matter. Imagine if they went to the owners and said, hey, guys. We're gonna, our, our, the owners went to the, the, like the coaches. Guess what? We have to conform and make sure that we represent all the society that we're playing in. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, which means we have to have a certain amount of certain amount of different yeah. types of people. We got this guy underneath the bridge over here. Yeah. We got, no matter what. We got this no matter what. The middle class. Yeah. yeah that. Yeah. That'd be like your, for, your you know. football team is going to probably not be good. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, and it's just like a business. Like we, we've talked about, like yeah. you and I separately. Who are you going to hire? The best of the best. Exactly. It doesn't matter about anything else. You want to win, right? You want to win, right? Exactly. I mean, why why does it have to be like that? I don't don't understand. I mean, the goal is you're dumping all this money, all this time that you saved up into a business. You're going to want to hire the best people possible. I mean, why wouldn't you? Or do you want to throw it away, throw it down a drain? I mean, nothing is worse for a business than a bad employee. Yeah, I mean, isn't it human nature, though, kind of to want the best and, and, and go, I mean... That's the thing I think everybody wants the best. I just think they have right and wrong ways of going about it. Right, But exactly. that's, that's why I always think... That's why I never got it too far into politics, because kind of everybody wants the same thing. They just go about it the wrong way. Right. That's what I've always pictured. But I'm not going to get into politics no, ever. No, I'm, but just, I'm saying, just saying, yeah. it comes down to the qualification where you, you, you try to put the best people yeah. in the best positions. Save and, lives. And that's exactly... Especially not in danger of... Right. You know, and then we're talking about arresting people for, for no reason and taking, you know, families out of homes. I mean, father figures out of homes. And then, I mean, that could alone right there create like, you know, criminals from being becoming from a fatherless home or in any situation, and, and, in any situation, because they're growing up without a Mel Raw model. And then now they have all this time on their hands doing anything besides being placed in sports or, or mom being overwhelmed or there's a lot of things that come from you know a bad arrest. I think so. And well, and and you 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 probably have more experience in some aspects of that than I do as far as yeah is, is being in that environment. I mean, I never live. I'm not going to sit here and say I lived like in any kind of hood or anything. Like yeah, that. I worked in it. Yeah, you know, for a long time, so I saw that that part of it. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, like where I was at was at a task force where like it it was like how many arrests can you get? It was competitive. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me it was a competitive? Hundred percent. So there was like you guys would compete about how many arrests you can get. Yeah, and when people get competitive, what what, what do people do when they get competitive? They they tend to cheat. Wow. And, and break the rules because they want that recognition. Holy shit! And it, it was sad. It really really was. So so the, so you're just talking about lives getting ruined over some competition. Yeah, it was like a fraternity. Not just not just the person they're arresting, but you're talking about the mom or the father that's in the home. I mean, I get it. There's certain people that do need to not be walking 100%. around. There, there are. But there's a lot of people that get caught in the system that can't get their way out of because trouble is always finding. They have nowhere to look. You're talking about being in the ghetto, man, like where I'm from. I got lucky. I got lucky because I kept my head down. I, I did my best to stay out of trouble, and I had a whole hell of a lot of luck, and I, I grinded. Right. Like that's I grinded, and I, I finally got out. But... There, there's a lot of times where, like, I, I, I shouldn't be here right now because of some of the stuff that my friends and things were associated with. Like, I, like, I mean, friends I still have today. But I mean, I see how certain people try to change their lives. Right. And if I didn't have that opportunity, you know, I would never be here where I am. Because I mean, if I go to the, the hood, I have no resources to pull from. Right. I have nowhere to go. I have no knowledge to to obtain on one how to how to act in in society to other than every respect means everything out there 
you know, right. so you, you, you so, yeah. and then, and then, you, you know, where am I going to go to find an LLC? Where am I going to go to talk to people with money or a great idea or an investment? Where am I going to go and where am I going to reach out to? Yeah. You have to crawl out of that, that space. I mean, just for, I, I still haven't even dropped the way I talk almost in a certain sense when I get around certain people. And that's, that's just cause that's the way it was growing up and that's yeah. the way what you were around yeah. and, the, and you become, you know, you're, you're part of that society, but the cops, the problem with cops yeah. is that they're not really part of that society. No. So these cops, they go home to like their suburb, Yeah. you know, and they work in this, this part of the city. Mm. I mean, I was one of them. Yeah. So I never, I didn't live it. Right. I lived it for eight hours or ten hours or whatever like that. But then I went back to, you know, yeah. the suburbs where everything was nice and dandy. Okay? Yeah. But the problem is that when there's when there's a monetary incentive for cops to make more arrests, it's a problem. It makes things worse. Because they I'm, are drumming up charges and they are and they are going after things they normally wouldn't go after. Crazy. And which which means that some people are a lot of people are getting discriminated against because of where they're at and and what neighborhood they're in. Okay. Yeah. And that's much different than 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 talking to people because they maybe don't belong in the area. It's much different than that. Yeah. Because of cops, when they get arrested, they get overtime because they got to go to court. Yeah. Okay. So they know. So if I do a felony arrest, I know I'm gonna get some court time on that, which means that's three hours OT, and usually I guess gotta show up and then I leave because they push everything. We get the, the way the court system is, they don't have, they always postpone it all wow. the time. But I get three hours pay. Just to go up there, sign a card, bolt. Really? So it's a financial incentive for cops to make more and more arrests. So they, they there's the things I don't understand because that's how like the DA gets votes on putting something like that in front of people. Like, hey, look, look how many arrests I've made. But people don't understand, like, a lot of those, I'm sorry, not arrests, but convictions. A lot of those people don't understand that are reading, oh yeah, keeping our community safe, got all these convictions. No, no, not not always. Absolutely, absolutely fucking not. There are families on that street now that you've created that are not going to have any father's figures in that home. These these kids and children are going to be thrown out on the streets, and and what are they going to have? Because a a single mom is going to have a very hard time taking care of three boys, four boys, making single dad, making yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, even even that. So you and trying to get them all into school, maintain a job. And the DA is like, yep, another conviction. And they don't even look. They just they just close the book, right. move on. Next case, yep, number in the bag. Yep, number in the bag. And yeah. they keep moving forward. But why is it not be- like based on, yes, I'm, I'm keeping this community safe, but I'm also making the right decisions, and I'm changing people's lives. I'm not making things worse. There's certain things that, yes, I understand. Some people will never learn. I get that. Those people should probably be monitored. But there's also people that are actually trying really hard 100%. to get out. You know, They really are. And... That's that's something I've always had a problem with because I've seen it happen. And it's very hard to get out of the system, especially you don't know how. Hey, this is Chris Green with BDS TV. I hope you're enjoying the podcast as I am. If you need any website work, SEO, check out the link below. Well, you know, the one of the things, the distaste I have for the department, which ultimately helped contribute to me getting out of there, was the like the fraternity structure of, of a place like that where, where you really shouldn't have that. Wow. You know, where you have where you have this camaraderie but for the wrong reasons, you know, yeah. and it's like you didn't see the same group trying to help these guys, like trying to do like a softball game, like when they're off days or yeah. or trying to get them to do something that's positive or something like that. You you just saw them come in there, make as many rests as they possibly can. That's crazy. And then bolt, you know, and that's really that's reality. Anyway, no, you, no one can challenge me on that. No one can. can, can and that's what we have to change. We have to change to have the, the cops training that 
maybe more of it and that's more sensitive to the environments they're in. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I, honestly, you're going to also become callous. Can, can we talk about cops being become callous now? Like towards the... 100%. Oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, if you're on the street and you're dealing with co- like people that are treating you like shit all the time, of course, I get it. You're going to start growing a hatred towards the community. You're going to start expecting things because... You know, yes, this is statistically wise or, you know, chances of it happening become more relevant and more prevalent to you. Right. You, you start seeing it. You start seeing it. So you start knowing what to look out for. But not always is the case. But once you become that callous and that used to it, you should be rotated in 100%. certain sense. I mean, you've had some experiences where uh, yeah. you were telling me about that. hundred percent. Like I should have I should have been there. I should have been rotated out of there after like a year or two because. Where I was at, you know, you could go, you could do a whole career in Irvine, Irvine PD, yeah. and see what I saw like in a week, and that's just the truth. Yeah. Okay. So, I got somebody dying on me the second day I'm on the job, right? Like literally oh. dying. He's bleeding out of his heart, you know, and we can't stop it, and and he's about to die. It's just the way, and and, and it hit me. It's crazy, right? And then my my lieutenant's like, get a get a dying declaration for them. What is that? So if someone's dying, you try to get. Their, their statement before they die and that's that's the, you're allowed to use that in court so it's called a dying declaration really so normally that's kind of like a hearsay or whatever you want to call it um that you know no one can attest to but if they end up dying then it's it's credible and it's allowed in court a lot yeah. more often so um but you know my initial thoughts at that time like the second day or whatever i'm like what about this guy's family his mom's you know i mean any kids? I'm thinking all these things, yeah. you know, and it, and I'm just, it, it just hit me, you know. But then, you know, like three days later, I got someone. I'm picking up their head and the helmet from an accident, you oh. know, uh, you know, or or finding it at least until CSI got there. Oh you my know. gosh! And literally, a head that's not on his body anymore, <laughs> and and I have to go find it, you know, and so you know that obviously hits you and then and then this happens like often and and then then sooner or later you get to that point matt where you show up to something like that it doesn't even phase you wow it's like doesn't even like it it doesn't even phase you you're just like okay well what do i do now you know so it'd be hard pressed to ever find a situation that would get me to get my adrenaline up like that would excite me that or that would scare me after you've seen it because it's like it's just not gonna affect me wow and that's that's not a good place to be in. Right. I'm not I'm not bragging about that by any means. No. So I'm saying I'm saying like, you know, that kind of consideration has to should be considered. You know? Yeah. And so sometimes when someone's dealing with like certain cops, I'm not def- and I'm not I'm not a here huge advocate for cops. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously on here to tell you some bad stuff about them. Yeah, but know? I mean, good stuff as well. I mean, there's you, you, you know, know, but yeah. but the but the point is is that I mean, you might be dealing with someone that's so callous. And what might be important to you, like emotional to you, mm-hmm. like they are probably just at that point where it doesn't not matter one bit. No. So you take robots. the human act. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I- What's up, everybody? I'm Big Daddy Swoles. Hopefully you're enjoying your entertainment on BDS TV. If you are, please make sure to give me a like, comment and subscribe so you guys can be the first to be notified about new content that's released. Also, be sure to check out my website, my music page, my social media platforms, and our merchandise store, all listed on the links below.
because you take the human aspect out of it and you just said robots mm. and that's exactly what you get so it's it's tough but it's a tough problem man yeah. i mean well, they're kind of some they rotate them yeah put them some you know rotation you should. i'm sure they have some sort but like certain at a certain point you don't belong on the streets yeah at a certain point you've had enough yeah every person has Every person has. I mean, I had enough on the streets after a year of being in the ghetto. That was me. I, right. I couldn't stand it. I wanted to get out of there. These people working there every day and seeing the worst of the worst, I, could, you know, I couldn't imagine. I'm going to take their side on this, this part of how much stuff they have to deal with. Right. They have to deal with this, and this is hard on them. However, if things become an adrenaline junkie rush for you know, arrests and stuff, okay, that's a problem. Total problem. It's a problem because now you're not doing your job. No. Now you're out here harassing people. I mean, you're creating. Yeah. You're, we have a you, saying in the hood. I think it's like we never have a cop when we need one, but we always got one when we don't. That's always something we always said. There's always, there's always a cop when we don't need one. There's always one when we don't need one. And I think that was uh, that was that, that kind of. We had one. Of the, we had one in the police department too. It said, yeah. it said no one wants it. No, no one ever calls a cop until they need one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like they got one. No one wants they, to see the cops until they, they call. Said, yeah, so. It goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. It goes both. But those cops are there when I don't need them a lot more than when they are when they do. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I never. No cop never gets behind me. And be like wow, thank God. Now I'm, I feel safe. Well, we used now to- I got a cop behind me. Like, no, I'm like, oh, damn, I'm checking my mirrors. I'm looking around. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell? You well, know? We, we used to drive around like an H in Hunter's Point, and, and, and you know, you're kind of like, don't know if you're going to get snipered out or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you're on your, oh, yeah. to- you're you're on your toes at all the time because yeah. they don't want you there. Like, they'll say F you and all this kind of stuff, and yeah. that's fine. So, you know, they don't want you there, but then as soon as something goes wrong, we get all we get all dispatch gets a million calls that they want you there, so yeah. it's like, you know, yeah, it's it's a double edged sword for sure. It's something, it's something, it's something that's uphill battle. Is is but like I said, you're not going to get there by doing more stuff, creating right. more problems for the community. You know, it's just not gonna it's not gonna pan out. There's no way, and that's that's something that I I, I don't I mean love will always fix hatred. You know, right. that's the only thing that eliminates hatred. You know, 100%. that's the only thing. I'm not trying to be all philosophical or anything like that, but it's actually a true, true yeah. statement. It's a, it's a true statement. I think you can't. You know, it's a civil servant job as a police officer. You shouldn't re, you shouldn't you shouldn't have incentives or rewards based on based on arrests, arrests, mm-hmm. uh, encounters, mm-hmm. any of those types of things. You shouldn't you shouldn't be promoted based on those types of things. What do you think? or compensated on it? What do you think you should be promoted on? Like what would you like set up your structure as? I would I would I would be promoted on on maybe good good report almost like a Yelp review. Yeah. Okay? Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Like if you had a, a universal uh, website for police officers, just for police officers. That's good. Where good you could idea. go in and review them. Wow. Dude, I think I just thought of an idea for us. Oh wow. There's, there's, maybe I should wait <laughs> to publish it. Go back and some LLC. Go back. <laughs> go back. Cut this part. <laughs> no, but if you if you did, yeah. A, see, a restaurant adheres to a doctor's adhere to that. Think about this. Yeah. Okay, you go to a doctor and their bedside manner is crap. Right. They're gonna go on. They're gonna go on on every website that, that's in the healthcare industry. Zoc, Zach Doc Health Grades or DocZoc uh, Health Grades. Every every one of those websites, and they're gonna put horrible reviews about that doctor. And the doctor can't rebuttal back because of HIPAA, right? It's kind of like a, B, a better business bureau. Right. Yeah. But that's what you're... So if I'm going to go see a doctor, I always go look and, and I'll Google him and I'll, I'll see what, the, what other people say because, hey, he fixed me. Hey, he made my knee worse. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the one that says he fixed me, right? Mm-hmm. 
So the same thing with cops. If you had a if you had an unbiased review review site just like that, like Uber rating, something like that. It's yeah. like an Uber rating. <laughs> yeah. But why are cops? That's not, great. But why are they not accountable for it? That I don't know. Because the Uber driver has all these bad ratings. They're not right. going to get any people to go on the car. No, no one's even going to mess. And with Uber's them. not going to want them. Right. So Same thing. So that, I mean, there, there you go. There could be something right so, there. There could yeah. be something right there. I mean, but uh, so you would you would basically reward police on how well they treat people, Absolutely. how they handle the situation. And if you got a five star review, right? You couldn't base, you know, if you had but, categories like you, you can't just because you got arrested, you can't go give the guy a bad review, you know? right? Because that would you'd have to you'd have to put some guidelines on it. Yeah, there'd be something. You know, it has to be a speeding like, ticket or something. We like, understand you got a ticket. And yeah. Then, uh, you can't base this review based on the fact that you got a ticket. Yeah. How did he treat you? Exactly. Was he respectful? Exactly. Did he, you know, did he, he did, but there'll, there'll be some crazies on there, but we, but, but we the, get that but all the, the time too with, with businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So you have bad, you, in business restaurants, some of the best restaurants will have some bad reviews. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because, because that's why you have an average for star rating. Yeah. yeah. So maybe your compensation and your advancements in the police department are based on, on that. Mm-hmm. Because on the good ones. Because then you're really getting voted by the community. Yeah. So if you have a bad cop that's constantly doing bad things, yeah, it's gonna that's yeah, gonna come out. It's gonna come out. It's gonna come out. So that so that would be my solution, mm-hmm. and possibly our new business plan. Yeah, possibly our new multi. <laughs> we might not be doing this podcast anymore. Bro. Yeah, this we might be the first and last. First and last. Done. See ya. <laughs> no, but that 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 would be my. I mean, that's really it because you're graded. Yeah. You know, not based on how many arrests you get because how many of those are you fabricating? How many of those are you are. I would normally arrest him. That that'd be a great. That'd be a great idea, actually. To be honest with you, that'd be one hundred percent great idea. And you will. There'll be cops that are watching this. They're say, "Oh no, man, we're not. We're not. We're not compensated on that." But that's not true because yeah. when you get overtime, and yeah. overtime is paid, you know, right. it's time and a half or double. Well, did you get a com- captain accommodations or something? Absolutely, like, you get those yeah, too. Right? I have those. I have more of those than I can. So there are incentives, and for the DA, it and is. for the cops, there are incentives, you yeah. know, and and the the challenging aspect of it. And then, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, you talk about all that stuff. Were they doing anything else in there, like, you know, money or? Oh God, yeah, good point. Yeah, when you arrest somebody, especially where I, like where I was at, and you either got to go with the program, or you're gonna probably get fired or whatever. You know, I was a new guy in the job. Wait, so this is this when you just started? Just started as okay. a task force, as a task force, right? Mm-hmm. Off probation, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Go in there, you know, all bushy-tailed and everything. Fortunately, I did my training in a rough place, so I it was that's probably why I got sent there or whatever. But whatever. The um, so they get I see some bringing some guy off the street and, and book. This guy's got like cash, cash galore, you know, and drugs. And they throw it all on there. I'm sitting next to this guy, and I there's at least I'm not even kidding, like five thousand. At least five thousand dollars. Oh wow! So finished up the report all high and tight. I go look into the evidence log, and I was booking something else in, like to the evidence log where you book it, where, like you'll turn in the money, yeah, and you turn in the drugs, right? And it's and the number was like a lot less than the cash that was booked in. Right? This is something you actually saw. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I mean, that's like all the time though. I mean, it's like all a the common time. practice. Wow. Yeah. If you if you book if if you catch them with two thousand, you book in like a thousand. You can hide money like money, money's hideable. What are they going to say? Yeah. They're, they're not going to want to say nothing because they're like, that's going to look like more money, which yeah, can make right. them more guilty. So they're going to shut. They're just going to shut up. Free money, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm like a Boy Scout, dude. I never drank, never smoked. I didn't want any part of that. But here's the thing. If at the end of the shift, you get an envelope that has something in it. What are you supposed to, what are you supposed to do? I go to internal affairs. I know no one. I'm going to get fired. 
Uh, they're oh. gonna they're gonna put me in some pasture somewhere. I'm gonna be doing a school car in some elementary school. You know, that I have yeah. to sit out all day. I'm a young cop. I'm gonna yeah. get bored out of my mind. I'm gonna commit suicide or something. You know, I mean, so what am I supposed to do? You gotta either just kind of just kind of go with the program. Yeah. You know, and sucks. I'm just telling you, it sucks. But that's an incentive for them beyond like like the legal ones. Yeah. Right. So then you have a lot of then you have cops that are being just as bad as the guys you're arresting. It's the yeah. same, you know, it's worse. Yeah. Because they're entrusted, they have the power. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's, it, it's bad. But where does it even stop? You know what I mean? Like, like, because it, it always keeps coming up. And it's always around. Well, you know, I, I mean, you know, something like with the body cams, you're, you're only supposed, you only have to have those on when you're having interactions with someone. What they should have is the body cams when you're booking an event. Yeah. And that oh, wow. Be, and that should be required. Really? And maybe that's another website or something for us. Yeah, right. Saying, I see. You want a solution to the problem. Yeah. That should be anytime some evidence is handled, it's it's on camera. Because if that's the case, then you won't have a lapse in the chain of custody because you'll have timestamps and all the videos. And it'll be a way that you can secure all the, the evidence changed. So no one's planning anything on you. No one's doing anything like that. Wow. Okay? Yeah. Because some you, of the- you need you need a basically a bookmark of everything that's happened up to it you need video footage of it all you, you, from the from the, from the start, start to finish yeah to the book otherwise these things are going to start happening and how many people you think are in jail still because of these things oh you, you talk about like third strikes you talk i mean Dude, if, if your life's ruined if you're going to fabricate something and it's a third strike you just screwed that person for their whole life generations you know you yeah. brought this up to me before on yeah. how, how many people that affects yeah not just and how does it how much does it affect the cop Shh. Not a bit. Don't even think of. I don't. I'm not saying right care. now. Don't even care. Not even a blip of a memory. Don't, no. even, don't even care. Just keep small moving. But a whole family, a generation is just see and that tormented. That's the problem. That's why like the review thing would be great. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Because Start from finish with the body cans, the reviews. I mean, that would be that'd be pretty good. That'd be a pretty good idea. I mean, you know, it, especially in those harsh areas too. Yeah, because you, you know? got to look for solutions here. You just can't talk about all the problems that, no, that are never going to no, get fixed. And no, that, no, you know, no. but so that's why good that you brought that up because I never even thought no. of a solution until we're just sitting here. Well, I mean, you know, look at look at how those uh, people were using the restrooms. You know, they uh, they they came up with that solution with the whole. Uh, oh my god! You know, <laughs> the <laughs> the two the two people being able to use the restrooms. But uh, <laughs> the only thing I can tell you about the I, I mean, I kind of like I kind of like having the, the the different gender restrooms. Why is that? Well, I mean, so at the Lexus dealer, when I used to have a Lexus, I go to the Lexus dealership, and they had a, they had one that uh, had a silhouette of a man with a skirt. Oh. So half the, half the man had a skirt, and then half the man was just a man, and that was like I guess transgender one. I don't I don't know all the. Wait, pronouns. it was a separate one, transgender? Or yeah, was it, separate. So they had three okay. bathrooms: they had a man, uh -huh. woman, and then they had a transgender one. Why did they just have one? That, uh, I, I, don't I don't know. know. But I went in the transgender <laughs> one. And it was clean because there was no one ever in there. Yeah. And so one day I'm in there, you know. And, Taking care of business and I come out of there, and uh, it was person's looking at me like I'm a transgender, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, man, I used to be a girl. He's yeah. like, he's like, well, you did a great job. It <laughs> 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 worked like that. See, I see. I don't, I don't mind those clean ones either, man. Because you know, I think it's like because like I think because we we know like a girl might be coming in. Or oh. you know, but 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 if, but like you know, those regular bathrooms where there's men, there's oh, men. Yeah. I don't give a 
fuck. Like I'll piss all over that yeah. seat because I don't even care. I don't even care where it's going. I'll put it on the toilet. I mean, like seriously, like I wouldn't even stuff drunk up. Like man, whatever. I don't even care. But if you put a girl in there, or if there's one waiting outside that you knows that you were, if there's a line outside, it's just unisex back. Yeah. And you go in before the girl. You gotta. Like, oh, you gotta go in before a girl. You gotta tighten oh, up. Oh, you, you gotta put the perfume spray. on. Spray the cologne. <laughs> like I don't care. If you gotta go number two, oh man, yeah, dude, put it. You dude, say, you're flushing right away. <laughs> you're like, you're like on that back. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> put this toilet seat the, up. The water's on. The soap going to get some fumes. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then because when you walk out. You they gotta, know you got to look pristine. Or sometimes you try to make it quick, right? Because it's Absolutely. like you'll put you'll put you're the like, toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you put what? the toilet seat up so you look what? like you pissed, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> I taught him that trick. Man. <laughs> taught you that. That's the best. I was like, bro. Yo, bro, Matt. Yeah. This is what you do, man. So you say you're doing number two, and the girl yeah. behind you. Yeah. Quickly flip that seat up, yeah, because they're gonna think you peed. You blame it on the other guy that just was in there, <laughs> yeah, right? You get that, you get that. Yeah, you're like, too. oh man, that yeah. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta blame those guys. Guys, yeah. asshole. Yeah, man, for <laughs> <laughs> jerk. So I'm sorry, you got to deal with that. My bad. <laughs> but anyways, back, back. That's crazy. Back. That's true, though. Yeah, no, it is. I was, you know, funny, I don't want to admit it, but you know, it's definitely it's true, <laughs> man. But um. But we were talking about the other time, and you're the one that you you brought that up. Actually. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, when like there's a girl, and I'm like, yeah, man, that's. that's, that's. <laughs> you got to be on point with that, but that's, uh, but anyways, back to back to uh, what we were saying. So okay, so did you ever have any situations where someone unqualified showed up to your uh, call that you had on duty to where? you felt really uncomfortable with working with or anything like that. Did, it, did that ever happen? All the time. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I saw bad searches and you don't want to quite see the thing is like, you don't really want to question other cops when they're doing, when mm -hmm. they're the, the lead investigator for that situation. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, you don't, you don't come on someone else's turf and you really do that. It's like, but, but I mean, numerous times you'd see people get roughed up. Really? Yeah. Like, 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 you know, my whole life I've been around like the fighting, the fighting world. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm not one to sit there and like handcuff someone and hurt them or something like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But this stuff happens. Mm -hmm. it, it does happen, and you you would see people get searched when they had no search conditions, they had no probable cause, and you'd see them get searched. And they'd find stuff, and you would see that all the time. You would see all that. Yeah. Stuff. What about? But what am I supposed to go? What do, I mean, seriously, mm -hmm. it's 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 easier said than done. It's like. Especially the circumstances really matters yeah. you know, on where you're at in the department and if you want to keep your job. Yeah, you got to hold it together. Right? You know, it's it's the whole whistleblowing thing where everything's going to come crashing down on yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, is it worth it? Yeah. I guess no one ever really knows until they're put in that situation. That's a lot of things. People like to like point, but they don't know about the, the amount of pressure. Some people yeah, you're going to stop. You're going to stop paying your house payment. You're going to stop paying your car payment because you want to. You want to do the right thing. Some people would stand up and say yes. Some people would say no. Some people would say. And I respect time. the ones that would stand up and do it. Yeah. But if they're really in that situation, at least you're honest, right? Hey, at least you're being honest right now because a lot of people are like. Uh, 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 but you're sitting here straight up, no, on your word, putting the facts in the air of, of what really what most people and still people today are doing it's, right. you know so it's like you're not going to give up your family i mean most most men wouldn't 
No, I mean, most, is, it, most is, it, is it worth? Is it really worth it? I mean, that's how you have to look at it because yeah. everyone's out for themselves. I mean, yeah. no matter that, how you angle. look at it, yep. right? It's, it's, I mean, that's they're out for themselves. That's true. So you're gonna you're gonna go make a big point when this guy's dad's the chief, one of the captain of the police department. Wow, you know that he's the one that's doing all this crap. Holy shit! And works at the same station. You're gonna go, hey, yeah, sir, up the chain of command. You know, I just saw your son search his. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do real well in the department. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying that's really what happens, and that sucks because you have a lot of start hating you, and then they'll move you, they'll transfer <laughs> you, they'll put you somewhere. Yeah. That's all politics, man. It's, it's crazy. And that's the thing about this world is like people don't understand is like you have to be able to maneuver through politics. Success is is crazy. It's crazy. Just to be able to maintain your your life is is hard to do, is is political sometimes when you're working for someone or the government or trying to win a show or compete or do anything. There's going to be politics involved throughout your whole life. And it's going to involve humility, uh, being humbled. Um, and I'm talking about the real humble, not that other stuff. Like, be nice to everyone. I'm talking about like literally get punked around, not say something. There's a lot of things that people have to do just to maintain their life. Right. And everything. It's in. So, I mean, for you to actually just come on here and be able to say this is incredible, bro. And I, I, my hat is off to you as far as that goes, man. That's, that's incredible. I, pre- um, I appreciate, I appreciate that. You know, so. so just, just, I mean, just what you're doing, like right now, like even though you know, better late than never. You know, right? What I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's that's you know, that's commendable. this time in my life, yeah. If I was back then, I, I, I totally would have. Yeah. If you knew then what d- you d- knew d- now, done more. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. like anyway, right? With yeah. Hindsight. Like, yeah. When you get older, man, you you definitely tend to care less about. The crap and start caring more about the, what matters. What matters yeah. more, you know, you really do, and that's just something that, you know, you, you have to obtain that through experience in life and in age and starting right. to realize what what is. But um, if, what else? I mean, there there's there was there any like like let's just say like remember, the girl that couldn't shoot. Did you ever have to be with any partners like that on that showed up on the job? Oh yeah, yeah. Had, I had or a partner up guy, with them, or yeah, I was partnered up with this this someone just like the person that we talked about. You know, that was. Definitely a smaller statute and um, physically um, challenged in a lot of ways. Really? And, you know, I was so used to working with my partner. This, this is a, a story that I was so used to working with my partner, and he was a Marine. Mm. You were a Marine. Mm. The Marine mentality is pretty damn good as far as, you know, they're not going to walk away. They're going to be there backing you up, and they're going to. Yeah, if they're together, yeah. To, to yeah, get, for sure. For some, the there, there's some that, you know. This guy should, was like, a, my partner was a drill sergeant, and he was like a, yeah. he was like Mr. Marine. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, man. He, he was tough. As, he was tough. Yeah, right? you, you get a lot of great Marines, man. Right. Majority people, like, they put you through a lot. Exactly. I don't know how it is now. Right, but it's definitely. I don't know if it's the same. Standards are lower, in, just like everything else. I, yeah, I wouldn't know, but like I, I think that I don't know. I'm well, not going to speak unless I know about. I work it, with but, them, and standards oh, have lowered. Oh so. wow! But no. anyways, that, that's a different story. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm with my regular partner. We, we, this guy's this guy that we we kind of know has been arrested all the time. I just ran his name on the computer, and it comes back felony, no bail warrant. Those of you who don't know anything about that. Someone, if you run someone's name in a computer, go over to the radio and say their name, and they have a no bail warrant by a judge, you have to bring that person in or attempt to. But you have to do this. Have to. No so what, what? So what if it's like a little hundred and twenty pound girl? You know. Yeah, she's with me. So so this guy is who's. Wait, wait, do you have a hundred and twenty pound girl with you? Yeah, that, this night. Wow. Okay, so this dude's like six foot four, two eighty, and he's got as much muscle as. You okay? Wow. 
So I'm like, I gotta take. I'm like, hey, uh, guy with Joe. Joe's name was Joe. Whatever. Got gotta take you. And you got no bail. The judge wants you in court. You know, you'll be in and out. They'll probably release you tonight. He's like, I ain't going to court. He's all PCP. He's on PCP. He's he's like, you know, doing these crazy gestures at me. Oh wow. You know, like and yeah. I, I'm. I already know. I mean, he's on some shit. Man. So, so you gotta think that. Because it's really hard to deal with someone, right? Especially if they're on something like PCP. It's incredibly hard to. Probably the worst drug someone could be on that you're trying to. Don't feel pain. Have an altercation with. Okay? Keep going. Energy just not. It just keeps going. Right. So this guy wasn't going. So so he, like he literally. I was like, hey man, turn around. He's like, I ain't turn around. He just started. He just came right at me, right, and like about about to punch me, and like I had my, I work nights all the time, so I had my flashlight, mm-hmm. which has like a, like that long of a. Mm-hmm. Streamlight. I literally took it, took it full on. You know, I played baseball for years and right across face. Wow. And I'm fig. I mean, I thought he was gonna kill me. I really did. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, no BS. I mean, he's, he's coming at you. He's a big dude. Just I mean, yeah. coming right at me. And I'm like, that's all I had. So I was like, boom. So with my experience, someone usually would get knocked out. <laughs> yeah. But, he didn't but, go down. No, he went like this. Well, boom. And came he, came really? right back. Yeah. And it was nuts, man. I mean, he just came at me. So the female, or the person, the partner I'm with, uh, you know, yeah, okay. just didn't do anything and called for backup. And so luckily I didn't get knocked out. I, I mean, I got hit, came back, and God God helped me out a little bit. The guy thought he could do a double leg takedown on me, and I was a you know, Division one wrestler, and yeah. that wasn't going to happen. So I was able to stuff it and choke him. And But if not, I... I would have got my ass kicked, I'm sure. But it should have been a little bit easier if you had a capable partner there with you, too. Yeah, if I had two you would people. Think, right? And it would still be a struggle. Yeah. I mean, we could have four people, it would be a struggle. But yeah. if we have five more of this person show up, my partner, yeah. it's going to do no good. Yeah. And I'm, if, you know. At that point. Yeah. And, yeah. and just, but just think how bad that could have went, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm, t- I'm sitting here telling you right now. What if it was just her? And she ran the warrant. And she has to take take that guy in. Well, she like. Could you imagine? No, I, I wouldn't want to imagine. She would. She would be either dead, or he, uh, she would have shot him, or yeah, something. Or shot what happened the, the neighbor because she didn't know how to hit the target. Because we used the example earlier. Yeah. So, so that's those are the problems, and that's kind of the example we we're talking about the domestic violence who mm-hmm. shows up. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, at least I or if you showed up, we have a chance, a good chance. Yeah. Of, Getting him into custody somehow. Especially together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, PCP's a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> they feel no pain. Yeah. When they feel no pain, it's tough. But, I mean, but that's a perfect example of like, yeah. okay, you don't really have the best qualified people out there. I mean, that's mm-hmm. case in point, right? Yeah. And th- that's what we're trying to say, you know, mm-hmm. is, you know, it'd be like, you know, I, if they put one of us in the running back in the Super Bowl. Right. They would probably lose a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, a few, but not much. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Just, I don't like putting myself down. You know what I mean? No, I know. I like to think some things too, but, but, in rea- <laughs> but in reality, I'm we're just, probably not the best running back for the NFL. Mm. <laughs> they would like challenge that, accepted. They'd be like, "Yeah, he's big." Man. Challenge accepted. <laughs> well, I would too, because we're both yeah, I get stupid. It. But we're but, built like that. Yeah, we're built it, like exactly. that. Exactly. But yeah. reality is, yeah. it's not yeah. the best person for the job. And like, yeah. I realize that. Even yeah, though yeah. I, I would say, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, no, I probably and you would too. No, I don't think I'm short enough for a running back. I think a running back would be a little. Yeah, you are tall. Yeah, 
I'm six three, so you know, probably six four yeah, middle. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm just thinking, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's like, just what? having the best people. Especially when your life is involved. My gosh, people, come on. You know, it's your children's life. Shows up to the children, a park or anything, stray bullets. You're especially learning how to fire a gun, especially learning the law, especially not being corrupted or callous to where you're just yeah doing the most awful shit you possibly can to people i'm not saying that it's on the daily or it's always consistent but it happens it's here it's amongst us and it needs to stop and we're because. not you know the thing is I, I, I'm saying, you know. I know none of us are saying that you know there can't be really good uh let's just say female police officers or whatever you want to call it you well, I, I don't think they belong on the field. That's my personal belief. I don't think they belong. I don't either. Dealing with, you know, two hundred twenty pound crackhead no, meth. I, I meth. Like I don't, I don't, I don't believe that there's there's a place for them there. I do not. There might be some crazy ones like that. Like okay, yeah, you pass a certain amount of tests or whatever that you might be benefit I mean, benefiting that situation. But it's still, as a man, we want to protect our women. We want them safe in a safe area, safe zone. That's how we are built. I I do not believe a woman should be a cop. That's one thing I do not believe. Or I should say uh, she could be a cop, just not out in the field dealing with actual physical violence. No. No way. 100%. No fucking way. Absolutely not. No way. I've seen what's out there. And, and I, you've probably seen a lot I'm gonna more get shit because you're saying that, but I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's nothing against women. I think women are great at so many things. They're better so than they, us. Totally. Things. They control so many more. They, they are. They are. And, yeah. you know, so that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, but in that particular role, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 one that you have better chances of, of even if you have Ronda Rousey. Okay, I, I've trained women fighters, and yeah. some of them will beat a lot of guys' ass like mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. At the end of the day, though, she's only 125 pounds. Yeah. Okay, that's ways. I mean, well, I, I anybody that's it's 120 pounds is not going to beat up a guy that's 220 pounds that can that, that knows can, what they're doing, that, or even knows how to fight a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just like it's not. Yeah. And, and I don't have anything against anyone like that. But I mean, you put me up against someone like that. It's it's like come on. Yeah, and you got. I mean, come you have on. some skills too. But, but there's thank you, bro. I appreciate no, you. but some bodybuilders or, or bigger people they don't always have the skills, but they're still going to win. Yeah, but, you know. I mean, oh, strength alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, if a eighteen wheeler hits like a, you know, a small car, eighteen wheeler is going to win no matter what. Yeah, what it doesn't what matter do what it small is. Car, right? Train over a yeah. It can be the best pinto. technique, little car in the yeah. world, and they go head to head. Yeah, and the little car is going to go like, off. Boop. You know, yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's, so. you, it's like what? What was that? You know, I've been I've been hit by some little people. I mean, well, okay, now. Domestic violence is a little different because those women know how to hit you. That's true. They know where if those things hurt. I'm not going to lie. They don't stop me, but they definitely hurt. They ever punch me in my funny bone, punch me right in my nose, right like right where the eye is, where there's no cartilage, like right there, hit me in my... I mean, okay. I got a story for you. Give me a story, bro. I show up one night to, I show up one night to the scene, and it's a domestic violence... Get there, and this guy's on the ground. He's bleeding like crazy. I'm like, wow, that's something different. You, know, you don't really see that too often. So it's a guy. Yeah. Okay. But but you know, girlfriend? we got a call. I was screaming all sorts of stuff. So, I, you know, I obviously he gets. We call the ambulance for this guy, and, and I'm interviewing this lady, and I'm like, what did you do to him? She's she's all she's all. 
you know, he was sleeping with my, my friend and I came in, I confronted him and, and, and he, you know, he denied it. So I hit him. I go, oh, bro, what'd you hit him with? Because, I mean, this guy was like bleeding profusely. Wow. The ambulance beat us there. They are, they're taking care of you. And she goes, I hit him with the smooth. What the, what's the what? That's what I said. Smooth? Yeah. You want a smooth? And so I, I said, you hit him with what? She goes, a smooth. I was like, oh, what's that? She goes, you know the thing you smooth your clothes out with. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was, you're dating a woman like that. You deserve it, bro. No, the thing, the <laughs> thing, you, the thing you smooth it's your clothes out with. It's an iron. iron. <laughs> you date a girl like that, you deserve everything you get, pal. Sorry. Well, that, that, oh was one time, that was one time we had to bring in the female, you know, but uh, yeah, because that's solid, that's the, it's controlled environment. You already had the environment controlled. That's, that's, why I tell you that story. that's not the field. <laughs> yeah, but, smooth, <laughs> but I was perplexed. I was like, what? It's Dude, smooth. I have dealt with some silly people <laughs> before, but that's that'd be one of them. That'd be one of the ones up there for sure. For sure, God, man. For sure. <laughs> Jeez, man. So. Anyways, Chris, man, it's it's been a complete pleasure for you, man, and to have you here, man. A complete pleasure, man. And uh, honestly, man, you're one of the good ones out here, man, that I've met and I've, I've had the pleasure of speaking and having so many great stories with you. And um, just just to be able to continue a friendship with you is, is a complete honor, brother. And I greatly appreciate you. I really do for coming well, on and being here. Right back at you, man. Seriously, you're 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 you're, you're a really smart individual. Thank you, you're. Doing good things here, and like I'm happy to come on whenever you want, man. You know? Anytime, bro. For like, sure. yeah, for sure. This is a great conversation, man, and I love it. And I, yeah, uh, and we, yeah, we can get it going. Yeah, and that idea. I'll tell you what. Yeah, we're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna talk about that. Why has yeah. no one done that? Is yeah. a better question. Right, seriously, man. The simple things that people think. Why didn't I think about that? Right. right? Simple things, you know. So that's well. That's I'm gonna get. Something. I'm gonna go back home so I can put on my BDS uh, TV. Oh yeah, yeah, and, rock that. And because there's some episodes I want to, you know, get. Even though this is the first one, <laughs> it's pre-recorded. So we're gonna, now you already have some more. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna keep them going, bro. We're gonna exactly. keep it going. We're gonna do some dope things, man. And um, always a pleasure, my guy. Always a pleasure. Blessings, Thanks, my guy. Blessings. All right, Big Daddy Swoops TV. Yeah. The Big Daddy.